Welcome back, beloved. Today's video is titled, They Would Not Repent. That is a statement echoed during the tribulation uh, throughout the book of Revelation. And we'll bring up that verse here in just a second. And we're going to be breaking down. There's just been a lot of buzz over the last couple of days. Sam Smith did a performance titled Unholy, and it won the Grammys. And it was just very clearly uh, a satanic worship uh, dance and ritual. It was extremely unclean. I'm going to play a clip uh, of about 30 seconds of it of what I call the clean portion of it uh, before it got really, really dirty. Uh, just so you get an idea of it, I don't think anything I'm going to show you is inappropriate today. So if you struggle with that, I, I don't think this video will cause you to sin or anything like that. Uh, but this was a very dark video, uh, very, you know, sad, just sign of the times in America. I've said this before, but I, I really believe it a little bit stronger now. America can't return to being a pagan nation. You know, like Israel, they didn't become a pagan nation when they turned away from Yahweh thousands of years ago. They became an apostate state nation. You see, a pagan nation is ignorant of the true God. An apostate nation is not ignorant. It, it's more manifesting that it hates the true God. And that is the type of generation, the type of global population, I believe, will be around during the tribulation. And so, with that being said, let me break down a few scriptures before I show you this video. Um, and there's going to be several videos we see today. Revelation 9, just to give you some backstory, uh, already about half the population of the world, uh, maybe more, is completely dead. You know, we're, we're deep into the fifth or sixth trumpet at this point. Uh, we are halfway or more through the tribulation. So there's been many, many judgments and warnings from God. And it says the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands. They were worshiping demons and the idols of gold and silver, brass and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And they didn't repent of their murderers or their sorceries or their immorality, that's sexual immorality, or their thefts. Um, Sam Smith is claiming to be non-binary, and the lady, her name's escaping me right now, who did this performance with her, him is the first transgender woman to receive this award. So these are basically just two men <laughs> uh, who did this performance, but they're they're get, they're the first you know transgender non-binary couple, I guess you could say. Not that they're together, uh, you know, on that level, um, who have been given this award. And so it is sad, you know. They're really leading. These people are looked up to by hundreds of millions of children throughout the entire world, and teenagers look up to these. I mean, they call them idols, right? And so for them to publicly do a, you know, a satanic worship type dance is super dark. Um, but it does show us, you know, the book of Revelation shows us where humanity is heading, right? Revelation 13 says they worship the dragon, the devil, because he gave his authority to the beast. He gave, remember, when the devil was tempting Jesus in the desert, he said, all authority has been given to me. Like all these kingdoms are mine and I give them to whoever I want. That wasn't a lie. The devil is the little G God of this world. He has, he has authority for a season. And so the devil's going to give his authority to a man, the beast, the antichrist. And it says they worship the beast saying, who is like the beast who could make war with him. And so 
very straightforward. At the time of the end, people will be in a state of hating God. They will be in a state of willful unrepentance from sexual immorality, from demonic uh, demon worship, devil worship. This is, you know, this is describing, Revelation 13, 4 is describing global demon worship, global devil worship. And so let me play the video right now, uh, and then we'll go from there and I'll comment. And so, you know, very straightforward. I tried to clean it up as much as I could. Um, I, I immediately, though, now that I've played the video for you, this is what I wanted to explain. Number one, relax. This only proves the Bible. If you're like extremely angry right now, that's probably your flesh. These people are lost. They need the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe many people caught up in these just massive movements are going to be saved. You know, Jesus said, I'd rather you cold or hot. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. And obviously these people are cold. 1 John 5 says, we know we're of God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. This sort of just proves the Bible. The whole world lies in the power of the evil one. So I'm not surprised when I see people worship the devil. I mean, that's just straightforward. If you believe the Bible and you understand that we've fallen away in America, that checks out. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, it's talking about non-believers. It says, in their case, the God of this world that's the devil, the God of this world, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light, the wisdom, the true wisdom from God of the gospel of the glory of Christ, of the glory of Messiah, who is the image of God. So these people have no idea who Jesus is, no idea what the gospel is. And so we should take pity on them. We should pray for them. We should evangelize them. Um, and so I, I, didn't think this was a massive thing, to be perfectly honest. A lot of my followers reached out to me wanting me to make a video about this. I put together a video, I deleted all my slides, and then I went back and put this together. And so here's the goal of this video, because I think this is much to do about nothing. Um, I love this proverb. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 says, The beginning of wisdom is acquire wisdom. A better translation or a translation I like better, I should say, is here is wisdom. Get wisdom. <laughs> and it says with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Like no matter what you're doing, get wisdom. And so I've tried to follow this proverb ever since I got saved. No matter what's going on in the world, I know there's a biblical wisdom there. And I want to be wise in the eyes of the Lord, which means I want to be a fool to this world and just take the word of God literally, right? And so here's what I wanted to explain. And I really think there's some wisdom here. And the goal of this video is to pass this wisdom off to you. And then at the end, just to exhort and encourage you. That is the goal of this video, okay? 2 Corinthians 11 says, 
It's no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And if you're watching the video, I brought up a few pictures, and one of these things is not like the others. I brought up a picture of the Vatican. It looks beautiful. You know, Catholics, they look great. They're sweet. They've got their robes on. They do their little smoke dance. They take their communion, whatever they do. Uh, nothing demonic. It doesn't look demonic, at least on the outside. You have to study their doctrines. I brought up a massive Mormon temple. Mormons are some of the sweetest people you can meet. And I, I brought up a wolf in sheep's clothing. There's many ways I believe Satan is disguising himself. He disguises himself, the Bible says, as an angel of light. And so what I believe is the wisdom of when crazy things like this happen, right? Like Because crazy things like this, it's okay to keep note of them and realize, okay, we're, you know, like doomsday clock. We're one second closer to midnight. All right. We're, 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 you know, worshiping Satan on a grand scheme, uh, you know, publicly on public television. Sure. I mean, noted, right? But that's not Satan disguising himself as an angel of light. And what I think it is, is I think it's a smoke screen. I think the devil wants the greater uh, body of true believers in the fight, right? In, you know, in the trenches fighting against demonic doctrines, false teachings, false teachers, false gospels. I think he wants them focused on this all day. I really do. And that way, honestly, I mean, you can almost hear people, and I hear this all the time, society's gotten so bad. It's so perverted. It's so evil. So when someone like me or someone like you stands up and says, hold on, hold on, Christians cannot yoke themselves with Catholics. We cannot join ourselves with Mormons. They believe a false gospel. They believe a works-based gospel that leads you to hell. And, and or we can't join ourselves with someone in the church that says you can be pro-LGBTQ. We can't join ourselves with a wolf in sheep's clothing. We can't walk in sin. Well, now everyone in society, everyone in the world looks at us like, you're crazy. There's people worshiping Satan publicly, and all these groups are against that. And all these groups are, for example, they're against abortion, just like Islam. Islam is against abortion. These groups are so beautiful. They're so clean. How dare you uh, try and discern this? How dare you? Like, look how horrible the world is. Look at all this going on over here with Sam Smith. No, I believe we need to keep our eyes on what actually needs to be discerned as a false gospel and as things that tear apart the church and tear apart the bride of Christ. And those are deceptions that the devil is working on, right? TV shows where he's preaching a false gospel, and it looks similar. And the more similar it looks, the more uh, fearful I think we should be of it. Whereas when it's just somebody wearing a crazy hat with some horns and a bunch of people doing a crazy dance, I just, I don't worry about that too much. Because here's the thing, if non-believers can discern that this is evil, I mean, Elon Musk tweeted, this has an end of days vibe to it. <laughs> if non-believers who are dead in their trespasses and sins can concern this is evil, this is just a matter of your conscience. It's not a matter of Christian discernment. It's not discernment. It's just pure evil. And so I'm going to leave the link in the description. This first video I ever made, other than my testimony, I'd highly recommend you watch it. Uh, I, I, you know, the audio is not as good as it is now and a few other things, but it was called What's Worse, Evil or Deception? And at that point, Little Nas X had made a similar crazy video and he had shoes like that had real blood in them and was like all this weird occultic things in the video. And a lot of people were making a big fuss over it. And 
I brought up the same thing two years ago that I'm bringing up now. I think deception is way worse than evil. Now, that being said, now that I've gotten that out of the way, I want to show you how the Bible, I want, I want scripture to come alive to you. I want to show you how the Bible is reality. When I say that, I mean more just in the fact that the Bible's predicted the future hundreds of times. I mean, I, what I'm also talking about is the Bible accurately prescribes the human condition. And so I want to show you what happened with Sam Smith, okay? Sam Smith, I've got a picture on the left here. You know, he was a well-to-do. He looked like a, a smart man, well-dressed, handsome guy. Um, I used to listen to some of his songs before I was saved. I think he had a beautiful voice. Nothing, um, you know, just pretty normal, right? Well, the Bible says, be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And so on the right, I want you to understand why we have to stand so firm against these demonic doctrines like social justice gospel, prosperity gospel, the LGBTQ agenda coming into the church. Look at what's happened to Sam Smith. I mean, I take great pity on him. I'm not mad at him at all. I want him to repent and believe. It would be great. I mean, this man's life has been destroyed. So years ago, he was in good shape. You see his face is nice and skinny here. You can He's vibrant. He, he looks awake. He, he's, you know, I think he's a handsome fella. And then on the right, I mean, it looks like he's gained somewhere between 50 and 100 pounds. He looks so unhealthy. He's non-binary now. He's extremely effeminate. Um, and he really looks like someone who's been given over to the, to the evil desires of their heart. And I can only say that because I speak from experience. Before I was saved, I was given over. And I didn't suffer with everything Sam Smith suffers with. I had my own afflictions. But I was rapidly gaining weight while running marathons. And if, if you know anything about marathons, it's really hard to rapidly gain weight. I was given over. I mean, he's gained so much weight so rapidly on top of all this, you know, sexual perversion. Uh, um, yes, it looks like he's been given over and it's a very sad thing. He's been devoured. And so I wanted to explain this, this transgender or non-binary or transvestite or cross-dresser a uh, phenomenon happening over the last 10 years in America. It's nothing new. Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 1.9, this is where I want you to see the word of God coming to life. Uh, that which has been is that which will be. And that which has been done is that which will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. The devil is using the same tricks he always used. He's perverting the good creation of God. Okay, if God says it's one, he says it's two. If God says it's male, he says it's female. If God says there's a patriarchy, he says there's a matriarchy. He hates God. He's the father of all lies. And so I want you to see this in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. In 1 Kings 14, look at what happened when Israel turned away from the Lord. It says they built themselves high places, sacred pillars, a shirim on every high hill and beneath every luxuriant tree. They got into idolatry. And then look, there were also male cult prostitutes in the land. Guys, there were transgenders back then. There were people in temples cutting apart their body and doing all sorts of demonic, gross sexual activity. There were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations, which the Lord dispossessed before the sons of Israel. And I think this is a very 
strong warning. This verse is a very strong warning to America. This verse says there were nations, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hittites, you, Hivites, you name it, right? That were in the promised land before Israel came in and God vomited them out of it. God expelled them from their land. Why? Male cult prostitutes, and idolatry. And so now we've fallen into that same type of behavior. We need to fear as a nation that God could judge us in a similar way. First Kings 15, it happens again. It says, this is talking about a, a righteous king that puts away idolatry. It says he put away male cult prostitutes from the land. He got rid of them. He removed all the idols, which his father had made. First Kings 22, once again, the remnant of the Sodomites who remained in the days of his father Asa, he expelled from the land. This is nothing new. Second Kings 23, 7. He also broke down the houses of the male cult prostitutes. Totally different king doing his thing, doing what's righteous. He got rid of that, which were in the house of the Lord. This is what we should be praying for in America that the Lord raises up leaders or that he gives Joe Biden a spirit of wisdom so that he puts these things away from the land and he uses the law to punish these things so as to prolong America, you know, American blessedness, I guess you could say, prosperity. You know, the Bible says righteousness exalts a nation. And so Deuteronomy 23, this was such a big deal that it was put in the law. So all the nations who didn't know God, right? In, in the prophets, it says, you, Israel, of all the nations are the only one I've known, right? That intimate knowing. Like on the day when Jesus tells people, sorry, I never knew you. It's that intimate knowing. Jesus knows his bride, right? He has an intimate relationship with him. He only knew Israel. And so this is what he says in the law, Deuteronomy 23, none of the daughters of Israel shall be a cult prostitute, nor shall any of the sons of Israel be a cult prostitute. Deuteronomy 22, 5, a woman shall not wear man's clothing, nor shall a man put on woman's clothing. For whoever does these things is an abomination abomination to the Lord your God. Very few sins make the category of abomination. And so you see this in the Old Testament. Jesus did not come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. We agree with the law. We love the law. The law can't save us, but we don't disagree with any of it. We preach the law and we preach the gospel, right? We preach the law of God, which is a tutor that leads people to Christ. So you cry out for the mercy, right? And so 1 Corinthians 6, it says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? This is why we preach so clearly. Everyone wants to mask the truth lately and just sort of weave it all together. The Bible's so clear. People that practice this type of behavior, live in it and promote it instead of try and move away from it, they won't inherit the kingdom of God. It says, do not be deceived. I'll, I'll repeat that. Do not be deceived. If you do a word study on that, you know what it probably means? Do not be deceived. <laughs> Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexual. Now take note, it separates them. There is effeminate and then there is homosexuals. They are both one in the same, right? This is talking more about behavior uh, of sexual immorality. This is talking more about probably your outward behavior. It's two separate things, effeminate or homosexual, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor violers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. I want people to inherit the kingdom of God. It's the best thing I've ever gotten in my life. And I want to give it away to even people that hate me and hate what I believe. Like, that's true love, guys. That, that's like, I, I don't hate these people. I want them to be saved. You should want them to be saved. 
But read Romans chapter 1. This type of behavior, you know, LGBTQ behavior, is a sign that God is not in your thoughts and you've been given over, right? And it's gotten so bad in our society. There is an all-out war on our children to get as many of them to practice this behavior and to become transgender or worse years from now. I mean, guys, where's it going from here? I can almost promise you this, is go- this behavior is going to turn violent very soon, soon on a historical scale. And so uh, recently, the other day I was in Walmart, I couldn't believe it, I came across Skittles, if you're watching on the images, all about trans power and pride and like just, I mean, they even got Skittles, it just blew my mind how it's just so perverse and in your face now. And so I wanted, I want you to see scripture come alive. And so I want to explain this, uh, just pulling up a quick statistic. Right now, there's about 9,000 transgender surgeries being performed annually across the United States. I did some research. This was the best I could find. I imagine it's a lot higher, honestly. Um, and it's going up. Here's the problem. It's going up exponentially year over year over year. You cannot, once you, cra- it's like a soda can. Once you crack the, the, the top of of sin, you can't put it back in. It's not like a president could come and say, okay, we took it a little too far, you know, homosexual is okay, but let's like forget about all the transgender stuff. No. Once you allow and promote one sin as a government, I mean, the whole society will just run like swine off a cliff, guys. And that's why I said it's going to turn violent. I mean, we went from homosexuality less than 15 years ago, we just want equal rights to now where it's like, if you don't let us teach your children in school, this stuff's okay, you're a bigot, right? And so now we're getting into transgender. I mean, people, there are California, and I believe New York or Michigan are becoming states across the country that are like transgender havens, where they're trying to make it where unaccompanied minors can go there and have their breasts removed, have a young man's genitalia cut off. Um, I, you know, I'll share a personal note. I'm training to become a medic right now. And so I've seen a lot of footage that's deeply disturbing and it's just part of our training to get us ready for it. Um, and, and I'm fine with that stuff, but I looked at some, some transgender surgery photos just to see what people are doing and the demonic nature of it and the destructive nature of it. it, It's the only thing that just terrified me as I, like I could watch anything. I've seen multiple car pileups, people ripped apart. But looking at those surgeries, there is something just disgusting about it, what we're doing to adult and child bodies. And so I wanted to bring up a couple of verses. Once again, I want you to see this is nothing more than demonic and unclean spirits. Look at this. Mark chapter 9, a man had an unclean spirit in his child. And it says it often throws him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. You see... Right now, we have an epidemic of demonic and unclean spiritual activity in America, and this influences children and adults to harm themselves. Moving on, Mark chapter 5, constantly, night and day, there was someone with an unclean spirit. He was possessed by a demon. He was screaming in the tombs, and what did he do? Gashed himself with stones. Guys, this, this is, open up your eyes, beloved. This is no different than what children are doing getting transgender surgeries to cut and maim your body. It's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. First Kings 18, you know, when Elijah was going up against the prophets of Baal, there were 450 prophets of Baal. He was all alone, and they were trying to get their god, the Baal, to bring fire down. And obviously they couldn't because he's a false god. And what did they do? They cried out with loud voices, and they 
cut themselves according to their customs until the blood gushed out on them. And so it's just incredibly clear. False religion, demonic doctrines, unclean spirits, they lead to this sort of self-harm. 9,000 a month. Do you realize 10, 20 years from now, we could have an entire generation, millions of people that are between 20 and 40 years old who cannot have children. And so they're going to run in politics. They're going to get involved in their communities and they are going to be angry. I mean, we are heading off a cliff in America. And so I want to play one other video, and then I want you to see Scripture come alive one last time. This is the transgender, so Sam Smith is non-binary, which I don't need to explain to you. It's wrong. And this man is transgender. It's the first transgender person to receive a Grammys for this unholy performance. This is why he is claiming he made this video. And so I want to show this video. I think it's extremely telling. And then from there, I want you to see scripture come alive one last time. And I'm going to end with an encouragement. Well, that performance was hot. It was amazing. Tell me a little bit about what went behind it, what the inspiration was, and how did it come together? Okay, um, it was literally hot. There was so much fire. Um, well, um, I, th I think a lot of, um, people honestly have kind of, uh, labeled what I, what I stand for and what Sam stands for as, uh, religiously, uh, not cool. And, uh, I personally grew up wondering about religion and wanting to be a part of it, but then slowly realizing it doesn't want me to be a part of it. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a take on uh, not being able to choose religion and not being able to, you know, live the way that people might want you to live. Um, because, uh, you know, as a trans person, I'm kind of already not a want it in, uh, in religion. So we were doing a take on that and it was kind of hellkeeper Kim. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it was so incredible that Madonna introduced it because... And so I just want to read this verse out because you see how it works. They say, you know, oh, I wanted to be a part of religion, but they wouldn't accept me. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. But I'm sorry, that's not just weary with your job. That's not weary with, you know, your situation in life. No, it's weary with sin. You felt the weight of your sin and you realize you are under judgment, you're a child of wrath, that you've broken the holy laws of God, and so you need salvation, and you go to Jesus because he's a sacrifice for sins. 1 Peter 4 says, The time already passed is sufficient for you to have carried out the desire of the nations, the Gentiles. They pursued a course of sensuality, lust, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries, lusts, orgies, all those things. It says, in all this, they are surprised. Look at this scripture coming to life right now. They're surprised you do not run with them into the same excesses of dissipation, and they malign you. They slander you. That's all she was doing. Oh, religion didn't accept me, so I became this hellfire keeper. She's slandering religion. She's slandering, really, Christianity, because America is mostly a Christian nation, right? Or at least we claim to be. And so she's maligning, slandering true children of God because they don't run in that same excess of dissipation. And it's absolutely, you know, it's it's really sad because she has millions and millions and millions, or he has millions and millions, I get confused. He has millions and millions and millions of followers, young children, teenagers. And we are the most, you know, whether you believe in God or not, 
We are the most blessed generation. We have the most wealth. We all have air conditioning. We have good food. We have antibiotics. We are well taken care of. And yet we all think we're victims. I mean, this, this man, both of these men, Sam Smith and this person, uh, make millions and millions, possibly hundreds of millions of dollars. They, they fly around on jets, and yet they claim they're victims. They're trying to make themselves out as victims. It is silly. They are in the top 0.01% of people that have ever existed, and yet they just have to have a victim, and so they malign uh, you know, true Christians, people that hold up to a standard of holiness. And once again, the Bible said this would happen. Second Timothy 3, in the last days, difficult time will come. Difficult times will come. Excuse me. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, just like this performance. Ungrateful, right? They all think they're victims. Unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, without self-control, given over to their desires, brutal, haters of good. And so as we deal with this, I just wanted to end with an exhortation. Guys, we were saved for such a time as this. You should be excited. These are Bible times. These are times where you should be encouraged to evangelize with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You don't have to be that bright of a light right now. It's really dark outside. Philippians chapter 2. This is important for me. I'm preaching to myself, and hopefully I'm preaching to you too. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Don't complain about it so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Guys, that's us. That's us right now, right? We want to be above reproach. This is a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as the lights in the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And what a blessed, like, honor and privilege it is that we are the light of the world, the bride of Christ. We are the fullness of Christ dwelling in the world. Like Christ is in us. And so we, he is the light of the world. And as we preach him faithfully and witness that he has radically transformed our lives, we are the lights in the world. Jesus said, nobody lights a lamp and puts it under a, a basket. That's, that's silly. And so go shine your light to the world. Tell people about Jesus. Love these people. Um, and just one final word. Do not use how bad it's getting as an excuse. It's not an excuse. No one has relieved you from your duty. Read Matthew 28. Did, it, did anything change? Go read the Great Commission and all the Gospels. Has anything changed? My Bible hasn't changed. Paul wrote to Timothy, suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Read Hebrews. Jesus is the captain of our salvation. Jesus enlisted us as soldiers. Suffer hardship. Nobody's relieved us of our duty. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. Fulfill the Great Commission. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Uh, from Jerusalem all about to the world, repentance for the forgiveness of sins, make disciples, teach them everything Jesus has taught you. No one's relieved you of your duty. So be encouraged though. Christ understands. I mean, he's a faithful high priest. He, he was tempted in all things that were tempted in. So don't be fearful. 
just step out in faith. I mean, right now, I mean, now is the time to be exhorted and encouraged that, that what we do is so important. It is so important to stay devoted to biblical truth. We see where these lies lead. It is destroying America. It's so important to stay devoted to the pure, simple gospel of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I think deception is much more dangerous than, uh, you know, outright evil. And I